springtime is high season in the south of Spain. The week leading up to Easter is called Semana Santa, or Holy Week. And in the region of Andalusia, it can be hard to find a room because every town puts on religious-themed parades and celebrations. I think they're some of the most exciting events you can experience in Europe, and they even hold Andalusia-style processions in other parts of Spain this time of year. Concepcion Delgado comes to us from Seville to guide us through the big Holy Week festivities in her hometown. Concepcion, welcome. Why is Holy Week such a big occasion in Sevilla? Well, to me, it all starts uh, when you smell the first blossom of an orange tree. Blooming orange trees. See, that's the beginning of it. You and, don't need to wait little, till Easter. Every little uh, piazza has orange trees in, in Sevilla. Every street and square has orange trees, and when you smell the first blossom, you know it's coming. You know it's the announcement of Holy Week, and life goes around that. And it's not only celebrating Holy Week, because in fact it's only a week, so you cannot celebrate that much in a week. So we prepare for that weeks in advance. And so the anticipation and the preparation is a big part of it's it. It's more exciting than the week itself. How so? Because you have so many arrangements to do to enjoy it in the maximum <laughs> energy and attitude that involves a lot of your energies as well. Is it family? Is it with the children? Is family, it shopping? You're, is it you're cooking? Pre- exactly. You're preparing the outfit. You need to think of that weeks in advance because everybody wears new outfit, new clothing on Palm Sunday. If you're parading as a penitent, you need to have your things ready. So maybe you need a new cone for your hood or new shoes or new sandals. <laughs> Wait a minute. If you're parading <laughs> as a penitent, you need a new cone for your hood? Well, <laughs> Explain this a little bit more. What is a penitent? What is a cone? And what's the hood? Well, it's uh, it's all about the KKK-looking outfit, right? That's but, right, because a lot of Americans, they look at the parade and look yeah. like, who let the KKK out? They you know? feel terrified, but well, we have born with that, so for us it's quite normal. Everybody wears that when parading so, so in Holy Week. I would say in Holy Week, in Easter time in See. southern Spain, people have been wearing these white narrow cones that look like KKK long before there was a KKK. <laughs> See, right. Okay. Not necessarily white, because in the beginning it was black, okay. because they were doing a penitency. But uh, with the pass of time, fraternities adopted different colors. What is a, a penitent? A penitent is a member of a fraternity who parades during the Holy Week. Can be a fraternity a, is a religious organization, a, a group of... It's a group of people, secular people, who decided to gather because they have something in common. Of course, they have a religion in common, and they started venerating a statue. And in the beginning, they had a social function, and they called themselves brothers and imitate the life of Jesus to the extreme. They also want to suffer, as he did, and they started parading hurting themselves. In the beginning, that was the idea. They were flagellating themselves or hurting themselves in different ways. So whipping themselves, walking with a heavy weight on their head, Exactly, or stepping on uh, broken glasses and hurting their feet, things like those. That was the idea of it. Now, I've been in southern Spain uh, before Easter when the children are walking around in the streets with a bed spring, a mattress on their heads, like 10 children walking, all carrying on on the back (laughs) of their head. A mattress with a coach with one of the fathers. It's like going to Little League Baseball, except they're working on carrying the mattress smartly. What's going on here? Well, they're practicing a little bit. They want to imitate what the adults do, and they have their little processions. Once the Holy Week is over, they'll have the chance of doing that. That will be in May for them. And it's uh, super cute. I it think is, it's uh, super it's so cute. charming. And Sometimes it's a small procession of three, you know, one carrying the thing, one directing, and one playing a drum or something like that, and that's it. It's all about it. They carry the, the mattress on their heads <laughs> like they're going to carry the float someday. Yeah. 
Sí, sí. Now, are these parades, Concepción, different times of year for different saints' days, or are they only relating to Easter? No, no, we have parades all year long. So you're likely to see this any time of year. Sí, sometimes people ask me, oh, yesterday we saw a parade. What's a surprise about it? I mean, we have a parade every weekend. Of course, the most impressive go during the Holy Week. And that's when the, not only the floats, but the statues, which parade are the most uh, popular, but, uh, because we can admire these beautiful statues in the churches, but we've got to remember they are extractable. They can be taken out of the church, mm-hmm. put on a float, decorated with flowers, and paraded around, but only once a year? Or si, si, that's the point. I mean, statues were made for that, for parading. For that saint's day. Sometimes, yes. Sometimes they existed in a church for years, and then yeah. a fraternity decided to take it out, and it's only once a year. And I get the feeling that there's different people, different neighborhoods have a favorite saint. Like sí. in Chicago, are you White Sox or are you uh, Cubs? In Sevilla, it would be the, the rivalry of not baseball teams, but different saints that are taken out in the streets. Mm, well, not really saints, because it's all about Jesus and Mary. Okay. But they're fraternities which have a little competition. My Mary is better dressed than your Mary, you know, something like that. So and how is your Mary? <laughs> well, yours is always the prettiest. I mean, there's no there's no doubt about that. But uh, talking about neighborhoods, for example, we can talk about Triana, no? like across the river yeah. and the city. Yeah. And there was a big competition. There is an Esperanza in Triana and there is an Esperanza in La Macarena. And they were like rivals, no? I mean, rivals, yeah. They are not exactly, but... Uh, but in, there's local pride, see? neighborhood pride. Yeah, exactly. So when you think of... Esperanza. Mm. This is Mary, the Weeping Virgin, or what is Esperanza? Well, Esperanza, as you know, means hope, and that's what we think of. So you see this beautiful statue. What does it mean to you when you see the Mary that that is closest to your family in your your neighborhood coming out of the church and entering the parade? What, What goes through your mind and your heart? That means a lot to me and to people in general, because it's not only that is your, or is, is not your, no, because it's everyone's, but is that Mary comes out and you can pray to her and tell her what worries you and you know she's there to listen to you, but it connects you with generations. To me, that's the most important thing, that your first memories are tied to the celebrations. I don't remember many things I did when I was a child, but I remember every Holy Week that I experienced because I remember the first time I was parading as a penitent, or my brother was um, was carrying a float, or that year that rained and we couldn't parade, or that first year when your father was not there anymore. Those are things that you never forget, and that's what makes it be so special in people's hearts somehow. So somehow you know your earliest memory might be of Mary coming out of the church on the parade, and then you know that your grandmother probably had the same sí. love of this moment. Exactly. And it goes back many generations. Exactly. It's a powerful thing. See, it's very strong. That's why I think it's something that will never die, because it's all about feelings, too. It's not only about your faith or your image or my image, but it's about community. And continuity with the past. Exactly. That's a perfect definition to me. Ho, ho. Paint a picture for me in the beautiful moment of it. That's, um, I, I don't think you can experience that anywhere else in the world. There you are, suddenly music sounds, and it's that music that really touches. You don't know what's happening, but everybody's silent. Parade, it's coming, 
And there it is. It's an impressive float with that statue of Jesus that you pray to every Sunday. And suddenly there it is. It's just you and that. Or it's like Jesus and you. And goes away. And Jesus is up against the dark sky with candlelights all around. The shadows of the cones of the people that are proceeding. The the sound of the feet of the men who carry the float. And all you see under the float are the feet shuffling. That's it. And there might be 20 men under that float. See? Candles melting. See? And And trumpets. And uh, you have been waiting for a whole year for that moment, and suddenly it's gone and makes you go back to reality. This is life. It's an instinct of beauty. But that's what we think life is made out of. And your great-grandparents had that experience, and your great-grandchildren will have that experience. Will have that experience. Or at least that's what we hope. That's why we take kids to all those things since they are little. But it must be in our blood. I don't know why, because kids love it. They feel so attracted to all that. And it is a privilege to be there as as a traveler and witness that, respectfully, be part of the celebration. See, I think so. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're speaking with Concepcion Delgado. We're talking about Holy Week in Sevilla, in Andalusia. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Dennis is on the line from Yokaipa, California. Dennis, thanks for your call. Yes, just a comment about Sevilla and Holy Week. Uh, we stayed in a hotel there, and the parade went right by us with the, the candle carriers. They carry these, gosh, five-foot candles and they parade, and then the float comes, and then the band comes. And I was very impressed with the music. Gosh, they had French horns and bassoons, and, and even outdoors, the music was just excellent. It started about four in the afternoon, and then you could walk a few blocks and see other floats and parades, and it lasted well past midnight. And then you go have dinner about one o'clock in the morning, and it was great. It was fabulous. You know, I've been in so many restaurants enjoying a good meal, and then suddenly there's a commotion and there's a parade outside, and you just have to leave your plate and go out there and be part of it. It's just, it sweeps through, doesn't it? Yes, you do. And it's like, I'm hungry, but I can't go eat because I want to watch this spectacle. Mm. And it was terrific. We loved it. We spent several days there and went the year before also. It was just excellent. And you don't really need uh, a so reservation or anything. It just it engulfs the town. Concepcion, the hardest thing is to get a hotel reservation, perhaps, in Hollywood yes. after that. Yes. We booked, I think, 10 months ahead of time to get the hotel where we stayed. You can drive into town, but the traffic is very restricted in, in the old town. So Yeah, it's a beautiful thing for people to factor into their travels. And it can be in a small town or in, in Sevilla, which is the most famous celebrations. Yes, and the color, the different colors of, of robes and candles. And, and the next morning you can go out and you can actually f- see where the parades went because you can follow the trail of wax that's on the cobblestones. That's a beautiful um, memory. I know what you mean. You go, oh, there was a parade here, and either I missed it or I'll always remember that. And during the parade, you have all these beautiful, adorable children, and they're just really caught up in the excitement of it. Did you find that? Yes. In fact, we had several of the children would come up and give us cards, prayer cards, <laughs> and say, bless you. And it was really interesting that it's the young people and the older people and just everybody's, I guess, into it, as you would say. But it's definitely something worth doing if you can ever schedule your time. Make sure you do it. It's it one of those is. bucket list things you need. I would say so, too. Thanks, Dennis, for your call. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Bye now. Bye. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been talking about Holy Week, Semana Santa, 
in Sevilla. Concepcion, you mentioned that Palm Sunday is actually a, a big part of it. So, of course, you've got Palm Sunday, and then there's a different religious event, part of the Passion, the last week of Jesus' life before his crucifixion on Good Friday and then his resurrection on Easter Sunday. How is Palm Sunday celebrated? What is special about Palm Sunday? Palm Sunday is is the beginning, the beginning of the whole celebration. So now you have been waiting for this for weeks. You have been preparing yourself. Now you're ready, and today is the day when you go out and you say, okay, there we go. Let's uh, have fun. And to welcome all the celebration is when people go beautifully dressed. It's the most elegant day of the Holy Week. We go mass in the morning with our olive branches or the palm leaves. To me, it's the cutest day. It's the kids' day. It's when they are more excited because they have won a whole week to make their ball of wax grow with the wax falling from the candles. And it's the family day as well. Mm-hmm. And, well, it's the busiest day too, so everything, everywhere you go is crowded, but it's uh, visually perfect. And when the when the parade passes the convents, I understand the nuns actually sing. Do you, you have a chance to hear this? Yes, many, many cloister nuns. You cannot see them because they cannot leave their convents, but they sing from inside. So you can hear them? You can hear them. So they're cloistered, but that doesn't mean you cannot hear them. Exactly. You cannot see them, you can, but you can exactly. hear Exactly, see. So Concepcion, Semana Santa, by definition, is a week, the Holy Week, from Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday. And uh, Palm Sunday is a bigger deal relative to Easter in Spain than it is in the United States, it sounds like. A lot of people will be planning to go to Spain and enjoy Semana Santa, and their focus will actually be Good Friday and Easter Sunday. Can we finish this discussion about Semana Santa in Andalusia, talking about Good Friday and then Easter Sunday? How do you celebrate that? Well, in contrast to what you may think or believe, Easter should be the celebration Mm -hmm. because Easter is the resurrection and that's the reason why we believe, no? But uh, we don't have that feeling because for us, Easter is the end of everything. I mean, a whole year thinking about celebration and in the end, it's a celebration. So Easter, we have to be happy because Jesus resurrected, but we cannot be happy in our souls because the festival is over. So for us, Easter is not even celebrated at all. So Palm Sunday kicks Palm off Sunday. a beautiful week that exactly. you've waited for. Exactly. It's the week you're waiting for, but then by Saturday you're really depressed. And then Sunday is Easter Sunday. You don't Sunday want to celebrate anything at all. <laughs> so, so Easter Sunday, you're thinking about <laughs> only 51 weeks until Palm Sunday. That's right. Oh, and there right. are even bars which start the countdown. They have blackboards and they have their countdown. So it's... 322 days for Holy Week, and the day after is one day less. That's how it goes. Until Palm Sunday. Exactly. All right. Concepcion Delgado, thank you so much for a better understanding of celebrating Easter and Semana Santa in Andalusia. Thank you. How do you say Happy Easter in Spanish? (laughs) You don't say it? No. Sad Easter. Each year, Rick's tour guides take free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Spain, Portugal, and beyond, one small group at a time. This year, we're featuring tours of Barcelona and Madrid, the best of Spain, the Basque Country, and the heart of Portugal. For a free catalog and Rick's Tour Experience DVD, visit the tour pages at ricksteves.com.